Hello and welcome. We air the Real Estate Voice Show every Saturday. So if you can't listen to the show, it is available on my website, barbhasthebuyers.com and all the podcasts out there. It's also aired on YouTube. And every week, the Real Estate Voice covers some great information about one of the largest assets that people have. So what we're going to be talking about today the first segment, we're going to cover the Colorado Springs area real estate trends for the rest of 2022. And then the next one is a very important one if you're selling your home, how to be the best home in the neighborhood. And then the third one is how to avoid the biggest agent selection mistakes. And the very last one is the top five seller mistakes that can cause a house not to sell. And then of course, I always love hiring, uh, uh, highlighting my hot new listings that are on the market. So just so you know, it, this market has shifted so quickly. Just a few months ago, even as recent as May, it was a red hot market. There were bidding wars. There were lots of offers going on. But as everybody knows, the Fed pretty much doubled the interest rates from around 3%. Now they're hovering around 6%. We may face another increase in interest rates. And so it definitely affected the buyer buying power of real estate buyers. And so what happened in those few months was the available of homes on the market went from maybe 550 homes across three counties it just exploded to over 2,500 homes on the market across three counties. And all of a sudden, homes weren't selling with bidding wars. There was just a lot of changes that took place overnight. So just so you know what's happening in the market right now, just, uh, just this week, I looked at the current active properties on the market. Currently, there are 2,471 available properties. That's Single family homes, townhomes, condos, the whole thing. Single family homes, about 2,200. So actually the inventory is a little bit less than it was a week ago. And that's okay. Um, there is some seasonality with the number of available homes on the market. From January to June, it looks kind of like, or I'm sorry, January to December, it looks kind of like a bell curve. So in January, the inventory is low. Then it kind of peaks out through the summer and drops off through the winter. We do sell homes year round. So if you're thinking of selling in one of the other seasons behind the summer, besides the summer, don't worry about it. It's not a problem. But I will tell you that just in the past week or two, 16% of the available homes were actually sold. That's kind of an indication of the current market. And about 16 to 17% of the homes on the market got a pending contract. Um, Another indicator that kind of gives you an indication of where the market is heading in the future is the number of home sellers that are decreasing their price. Um, actually, 24% in just one week lowered their price. That is what we call a leading indicator. So why is that happening? There are always price reductions going on. However, some of the price reductions um, are normal. As an example, in any market, some sellers decide to put their house on the market and uh, shoot for the moon. If it doesn't work, then they make a price adjustment. But what happened in the past few months is that we went from this crazy bidding war market where we could definitely prove with historical sales that a home similar to yours was worth that much. However, when we put it on the market right now, 
it's not selling at that price. Why is that? It's because basically there is a lower supply of available buyers that can afford homes in that price range. That's really the reason. So what we saw just in the past month is that 27.4% of the properties, basically a decrease in the number of, of sales by almost 28% as compared to a year ago. Now, to me, a year ago was, was a very odd year. It was very unusual to see the inventory drop down into triple digits. It was very unusual to see bidding wars on almost every home. Um, and a lot of that had to do with affordability. We also saw in the past couple of months a huge, massive surge of available homes on the market. Not that more homes were coming on the market, it's just that fewer homes were selling. That's the key. Um, and then the other thing that recently changed is many home sellers are getting over asking price. And now that's not the case. All of a sudden, we're seeing offers on our listings that are coming in less than asking price. We're seeing buyers um, make offers and ask for the seller to pay their loan closing cost. I've been doing this since the mid to late 1990s. Um, and that was a common request for buyers really all the way up until 2018. Then it stopped through the beginning of 2020, 2022. And now all of a sudden, buyers are asking these sellers to pay their loan closing costs. It's basically typically about a 2% concession. If it's a, a median price, so they might ask for maybe five or 7,000 of their loan closing costs to be paid by the seller. Um, and if there's no other offers on the table and the numbers work for the seller, maybe they'll accept that. It's better than not having the sale. But if you if you look back, I, I look back um, from to 2012, where we, we were just coming off the mortgage meltdown. I look back to 2015, where we're starting to kind of, you know, the market's kind of heating up. It was absolutely on fire in 2021. In 2022, it's not bad. And this uh, graph that we're looking at right now is the average days on market for it took for the average days on market that it took for a home to sell from the time it went on the market to the time it got a contract of the homes that are getting contracts. So not every single home is going to sell. A lot of people think that, but if you're overpriced or if you have bad marketing or if you're not in good condition, it may not sell. So these stats actually represent the homes that we're selling. So in 2012, coming off the mortgage meltdown, it took 110 days to get a contract. In 2015, it took 100 days. In 2019, the average days were 45 days. 2021, it was seven, and now it's back up to 18 days. So to me, it's still a seller's market. Um, and so in a seller's market, that means that there is fewer supply of homes than there are buyers. But it depends on that. There's, there's a big, it depends in that factor. It depends on condition, price, updating, um, the competition at the time. And that's part of what we do when we meet with home sellers and we talk to them about what to do and what, to, what not to do to get their house ready for sale. We also go over all the similar sales 
give them a really good idea what their home will sell for in this market and how much they'll put in their pocket when it sells, regardless of the market conditions. And we have great pricing strategies to help them get that number right. So they get top dollar within the first 30 days, because that is key. You want to be priced right in the first 30 days to get the most amount of money. So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about more about the real estate market. <music> 